PFG Private Wealth Management LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. The topics and information discussed during this podcast are not intended to provide tax or legal advice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed on this podcast. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed insurance agents. The rules of retirement have changed. No longer can most of us rely on Social Security or a single pension to fund our futures. We're living longer, and retirement doesn't just last a handful of years anymore. Instead, you might stay retired for 20 or 30 years, and maybe even more. We need to look at retirement through a new lens, with fresh eyes, with a new approach and plan of attack. Here to answer the call are financial advisors John Texera and Nick McDevitt of PFG Private Wealth Management, serving you throughout the Tampa Bay area. This podcast is Retirement Planning Redefined, and it starts right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick from PFG Private Wealth. We're here today to talk about investing, finance, and retirement, and we're going to talk about refinancing, actually, a little bit here on this first podcast. Guys, what's going on? Nick, how are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, we're, we're staying busy. Uh, today, we're in a little bit of a, a midst of a market pullback, so today's been an interesting day. So, uh, But besides that, pretty good. Good, good. Yeah, it's been a little uh, all over the map the last uh, week or so, the market has been for sure. So, John, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually uh, just started coming back in the office this week. So uh, it's been nice to say the least to not have, uh, you know, although I miss seeing my kids, you know, 24 seven, it's nice to have a little break from uh, yeah. screaming madness. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's a good change. Yeah, a little mental break from time to time is certainly a good thing. Well, I mentioned we were going to talk about refinancing. So a lot of people have been sending questions in that they are thinking about it with the rates being what they are. So let's dive in and talk about it. Why refinance? Yeah. So uh, over the last month, uh, Nick and I have got a lot of requests of, you know, just really helping clients as far as just analyze, hey, you know, it, you know, the rates are dropping and uh, is it now a good time to refinance? And, and you know, full disclosure, we are we're not mortgage brokers. We're not in that industry, but, you know, we're f- familiar with our client situation. So, um, you know, we're, we're able to at least help them navigate and ask the right questions in, in this situation. So um, we've definitely seen an uptick over the last month. So we figured uh, this would be a good time to kind of discuss it. So just understanding really initially what a refinance is, and it's basically you're taking your current mortgage and you're paying it off with a new one. You know, and some reasons why you might want to refinance is obviously uh, the biggest one is lower interest rate environment, which we're seeing currently. And uh, when the interest rates lower, and Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, it's typically rule of thumb. Um, once it's about one percent drop, you may want to look into it. it. It could really reduce your monthly payments, and over time, it could really help you build equity in the house as well. You know, if you're going to be in there long term. So, just just a quick example of a you know thirty year mortgage at five and a half percent. Let's say three hundred thousand mortgage balance. You know, the payment on that's about seventeen hundred per month. You know, let's say the interest rates drop to four percent. That uh, same thirty year mortgage payment is going to be about fourteen thirty two. Roughly two hundred seventy-one dollars per month saving. You're looking at about three thousand two hundred fifty per year, which is a pretty big uh, number. And then, especially if you're looking at, you know, if you're if you still have twenty years left in the mortgage, that can really add up. Um, so that's one thing you want to consider. 
Yeah, I would say one of the other times where it can make a lot of sense is, you know, let's say, for example, you took out a home equity line a couple of years ago and used a home equity line either to make improvements on the home, uh, purchase a second home, like use it for a down payment on a second home or whatever the, the reason may be. A lot of times those equity lines had a really, really good rate in the first year or two, and then they start to kind of jump up. So the consolidation of the two together and, you know, while reducing the payment and also potentially reducing the term uh, of the loan uh, can be a really useful, you know, scenario situation for people. Yeah. And I'll say uh, one thing, you know, when we do a lot of planning with clients, uh, one of the biggest goals we see is, hey, I want to make sure my mortgage is paid off when I go to retire. So now could be a good time to analyze and say, hey, I'm I'm 10, 15 years out from retirement. Do I want to adjust to uh, a you know, 10 to 15 year mortgage. And we've been finding in this environment, we've, we've seen clients keep the payment the same um, as they're currently doing, but they're shortening the term. So again, it's really just a matter of uh, your situation and what works for you. Well, are there any right moves? I mean, how can we determine, is it the right move to make? Is there some things, some bullet points we can kind of consider? Uh, obviously talking with our, you know, with the qualified professionals, the right people goes a long way, but is there some things we could go through on our own checklist ahead of time? Yeah, I mean the the main thing really is you know how much are you going to be saving monthly, you know so you kind of start there and, and evaluate that, and then you kind of look at it long term. One of the biggest negatives with refinancing is the the cost, the closing costs, which can range from application fees to you know recording fees and and whatever else. Um, and we've seen them range from you know one to almost you know four percent sometimes. So you want to evaluate, hey, is it is it worth refinancing and incurring those costs into my mortgage? And that's where it's important to work with someone to help you analyze and, and crunch those numbers. And one of the biggest things that we've seen, it depends how long you're going to live in the home. Um, so you, you want to ask for an amortization schedule whenever you're looking at it to say, hey, you know, if I'm going to only be in the home for 10 more years, does it even make sense to refinance this? And that's one of the biggest things I think people don't don't take a look at is just figuring out, hey, how long am I going to be in this house? And it doesn't make doesn't make sense. Yeah, that that term, you know, that that length of being in that home is is probably the biggest uh, reason that it may make sense for somebody not to refinance. You know, because the reality is that the the monthly payment, if it's staying the same or reducing, if it's very small, because there are costs associated with, you know, refinancing, you know, it it may not make a whole lot of sense unless you have kind of a strategy and a long term plan. So we have seen those scenarios uh, where people have said, you know, hey, we don't plan on being here any any longer than a couple of years. You know, does it make sense for us to spend this to to do that? And we recommended no, dependent upon the you know the situation. So that's absolutely something to keep in mind. Uh, I will say as well that there are companies or out there that will kind of you know advertise no closing costs or we pay your closing costs that sort of thing. And while that may be true, and they still may be offering good rates. Uh, one of the things to make sure you do is we always recommend get three offers from three different companies, you know, whether banks or lenders, um, because we've seen, hey, we'll pay your closing costs, but you're going to pay more on the rate. You know, they, may, they make it one way or, or another. But we've had clients, um, you know, recently getting quotes at anywhere from two and a half to three, three and a quarter, depending upon the length of the term. You know, depending upon if it's their primary residence versus a rental property you know, those sorts of things. So um, all things to, to con- 
consider or keep in mind. Well, if you are refinancing and you're kind of, some might say you're resetting the clock, you're adding years. I mean, obviously you've got to have these conversations, you know, you might get a lower rate, but you might be tacking on more years. Yeah. And I would say that it's rare that we're going to recommend anybody tack on any extra years. You know, the one thing that I will kind of comment on is their other habits have a big impact on whether or not something like that could make sense. So for example, if somebody is by default a very good saver and, you know, let's say, you know, a 30-year mortgage will add on five years, but let's say it's going to free up $500 a month. And the reality is that they're not going to be in that home for more than another 10 years. And they're really good at recapturing that, that money. So in other words, instead of paying that $500 a month, you know, they've proven over time that they're a good saver and they're going to actually save that 500 or even set up a schedule to save that money right away. And maybe they're very comfortable in the market and investing and, you know, their thought process is, Hey, you know, I'd rather have control of this extra $500 a month and have the lender or the bank have control of the money. You know, that's a scenario that we may consider saying, okay, you know, that's something that could make sense for you. Um, gotcha. But I would say that it's, it's pretty rare where we're going to, you know, really kind of give our okay or green light on somebody extending the term of their loan. Usually it's keeping it the same, uh, reducing it a few years. And, you know, if we can reduce it four to five, six years and keep the payment the same, uh, that's oftentimes a win for the client. Um, conversely, if, if the reality is that having that mortgage payment a little bit higher uh, for them is a forced, you know, quote unquote savings by reducing their liabilities, you know, that's something that we take into consideration. And that's the, you know, that's the important part of us understanding and knowing our clients, you know, knowing their tendencies and, you know, putting things, helping to put them in a, in a, a position to succeed. Well, if you're thinking about refinancing, again, you need to go through some of these questions. You know, why do you want to do it? Is it the right move? Have the right conversations uh, with the correct people. You know, John, anything in summary that you want to add as we kind of wrapped up this podcast about this? Really, uh, just about if you're if you're thinking about it, you know, just make sure it aligns with your overall financial plan mm-hmm. and your goals. Yeah. Uh, it's just important, you know. You don't want to do it just because the rate has dropped. You really want to make sure it makes sense for you. And we highly recommend, you know, working with people that understand your situation versus, you know, just someone random that's just trying to go ahead and hey, let's just do it just to do it. So definitely want to do due diligence and make sure that aligns with what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, because I'm sure like a lot of people, you keep getting things in the mail, right? You know, rates are so low. I mean, I think I get something probably almost every other week. Uh, you know, to contact whomever about refinancing. So that's a great point. You want to make sure that it works in conjunction with what you're trying to accomplish and not just doing it for the sake of, you know, because we keep getting hit with these things. We're like, oh, look at this rate, so on and so forth, right? Have have a conversation, make sure the whole scenario plays out correctly in the way uh, that you want it to. And we talk about that often on the show anyway, is make sure whatever steps you're taking, whatever you're doing, it's part of your overall plan and an overall strategy uh, to get us to and through retirement. So that's, uh, that's going to do it this week for the show. Retirement planning redefined. If you've got questions again about today's topic, make sure you reach out to them and let them know you'd like to have a conversation. Uh, we've already had quite a few people uh, bring this up, which is why we talked about it today. So give them a call at 813 286 7776 if you've got questions before you take any action. 813 286 
7776. You can also go to pfgprivatewealth.com. That's pfgprivatewealth.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast by hitting uh, the subscribe button on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever application you like to use. But check the guys out there at the website. And with that, gents, I'm going to let you go this week. Thanks for your time as always. I hope you stay safe and sane, and we'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks.